Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. You know, I'm often sharing and teaching a lot of things on this program and I'm very grateful to all my followers who do download my podcasts and share with other people. I'm very, very grateful for that. I've been doing this show for two and a half years now, so there are a lot of shows. And this particular show, I'd like to share with you the rebirth of my book, The Way to Oneness. I call it Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited, because originally the title was in German. I can't even pretend to speak German, but it meant exactly that, Journey into an Unknown World, and that title gave birth to this show. So here I am wanting to share with you that this is a time of rebirthing for all of us. I'm sure many of you are wondering how you are going to evolve spiritually. I'm ready to share with you that this book, Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited, will be downloadable from my website, sumariscenter.com, that's S-U-M-A-R-I-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. been talking about this website for a long time, so not wanting to say too much, but more importantly to ask you some questions. I'd like you to just scribble down this question. Have you ever wondered if there is any truth in the beginning of Genesis? It says, in the beginning was the word. Write down for a minute what you think. Is it a yes or a no? Do you think Darwin's theory was more appropriate? How do you think we all began? Maybe you think about aliens coming here and creating us. I tend to think that there's a little bit of everything here in the way that we are and the things that we do. Well, a long time ago, and by that I mean 1986, I was asking those very same questions of my spirit guides. I was actually very curious to know why I had so many things running around in my head. I'd heard things when I was 14 from the oneness about aliens. I'd heard things about the Immaculate Conception. I'd heard things about history of how that story had been repeated many, many times going back in time. And so I had a lot of questions in my mind. Well, in 1986, Spirit Guides decided to work with me and give me a working book that my students could study with me, as well as anyone who was interested in the paranormal might want to read. So what we started was understanding the word. The word is a vibration, and vibration creates sound and sound in its resonation and reverberation creates form. And from form comes divine wisdom and love. Now, no matter what we may think about where we had our roots, the most important thing is to recognize that the Creator must have had divine wisdom and love and must have had some form of energy that manifested into a form that we now call a soul, or an angel, 
or an ascended master. And of course, in some way, we now question, well, how did those beings, whoever they were, come to come into a form that we could physically see, whether it was light or whether it was sound? What was it? Who were they? Of course, in many ways, we've grown through religion, philosophy, and theology to understand that man is full of self-importance and believes himself connected to the Creator, the One is in some way. But how do we begin? How do we originally know we even existed? Well, one of the things that I was able to channel in this book was the planes of evolution. The first plane of evolution was an existence, shall we say, of chemistry, of energy bumping into one another, causing dynamic changes. When was consciousness born? When it became aware that it was bumping into something else? And when it did become aware, what form did it take? An amoeba? A one-cell creature? And if so, how did it evolve to become a human being? In this book, I channeled how we went through the different levels of evolution in the first plane, and from there into the second and so on, until we awaken to all seven planes. Within each plane are seven levels, so it doesn't take much math there to do seven, seven to 49. And if you're into numerology, nine and four is 13 and three and one is four, which is a building number. Well, all this is explained in the book too, so that we understand how we come into form and how we manifest ourselves into some kind of form that eventually led to human form. I want to remind all my listeners that if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, you can write to me d-r-m-a-r-g-a-r-e-t-r-v-c at gmail.com Dr. Margaret R-V-C, that's my initials, at gmail.com and I'll answer your question. It can be a personal question or it can be something about education. Whatever you ask, I'll answer you. I do read all my mail. So going on with your awareness, have you questioned where your roots are? where you began, what kind of personality did you have? What kind of thoughts in, in your spiritual being did you have? Were you more the fighting type, like a warrior, or were you more the collector of information, like a sage? Well, one of the things we discuss in the book is how you can tap into your archetype, the original coding that you had when you were created. Perhaps you've thought you're a priest and like to comfort people, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are because you might be a slave or you might be an artisan. There are seven different types of archetypes. And throughout time, you have to learn which one is your primary one and how many of those mass of those archetypes you can use. Perhaps you wondered why you have the personality and the character you have as opposed to, say, being born 400 years ago with a different character and personality. You'll learn there about how we're encoded with a soul structure coding that gives us 
from life to life, different personalities and characters. Very important part of understanding yourself, actually. In fact, I even took it a step further later with the rejection syndrome, another one of my books, where I explain it more psychologically with how we're conditioned to believe and think, and lots of stories that make it clear how this coding works. In fact, someone said to me the other day that they enjoyed the stories because they found that every time they read a story, there was some part of their ideas going on with those stories that made them feel they related to the stories and asked me if they were real people. Well, I had to admit, no. It was all channeled stories from the spirit world by spirit guides. However, it does get the point over. So maybe you'd like to download that as an ebook or go to Amazon. You can get it from my website or you can go to Amazon. However, let's say this. If you're ready, if you're ready to cross over from just questioning who you are, you might want to go with this book, Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited. Of course, a lot of people ask me, well, you know, am I psychic? Should I study psychic development? And what does it mean to me? How can I use it? Again, in this book, we explain fully what your psychic skills are and what they mean so that you can read that and understand a little bit more about who you are psychically. I would also like to mention here that I have my online education school now, which, yeah, yeah, I'm so happy about. We've got level one psychic development up, and we've got a special offer there. If you go to www.sumariscenter.info, I have to stop and think there because it's so new for me, sumariscenter.info, you can directly link to our online school of education where you can learn psychic development level one over 10 modules and yes i'm working on getting level two up we've got part one up which is psychometry and we'll do more as time goes by in fact i hope to have all my courses on there within the next year okay so let's come to back to me promoing my book gosh I've never done this before, promoing so much of what I know and what I do as a straight promo, but I really feel this book is important to the world, and I hope that you will too. So why do men and women incarnate back and forth? What, what's it all about? What's the point of our mind and our body and our spirit getting into these practical situations in different lives for different reasons, individually, as well as for everyone else? Well... I explain that in the book, as well as spirit guides channel their ideas and points of view. So it's a mixture, some of me and there's some of them talking because I've modernized it, I've updated it. After all, <laughs> that's what a re-edit is all about, right? And maybe you're thinking in your own way that if you do develop your psychic skills, it might be strange and funny, but actually you'll begin to realize you want to meditate a lot. And yes, there are lots of meditations in there to do. I think there's 21 in all. Some of those meditations are included in my book, 50 Spiritually Powerful Meditations, that you can download from Amazon or from me and do these in your own time. 
by recording your own script and listening to them. It's quite amazing just how effective listening to your own voice is when you're in meditation. Many of these meditations throughout this book journey into an unknown world, the way to oneness revisited are meditations that I did years ago and some of them I still do today because we have levels of awareness. It's like peeling an onion. You know, you go through the skin, you think, okay, I know everything. And then suddenly one day you wake up with a big bang and go, gosh, there's a new layer, there's new stuff I want to deal with. And of course, there's new stimuli around you all the time that pushes your buttons to make you want to find out more about yourself. So some of these meditations are extremely powerful and very useful. You can also adapt them and read them out for someone else that you like or love to help them. So it's very important that we all learn to meditate and to relax. I get a lot of people asking the question, who are my spirit guides? Well, of course, if you write to me, drmargaretrvc at gmail.com with that question, and I've had quite a few people asking me that question lately, I'll be happy to tell you who is working with you right now. But I want you to understand that we all have hundreds, even thousands of spirit guides on different levels of evolution. And it all depends on where you're at and what you're thinking about and what you want to know as to who your spirit guides are at the time of asking that question. So, for example, if you're into Egyptology, then yes, you're going to find you have an Egyptian guide. If you're into computers and technology, okay, you're going to have someone who's into that. And yes, spirit guides can inspire you with technology because Everything that we have on earth was already created in the oneness. And you'll learn about that in the book. So different guides have different ways of working with you. And some of those spirit guides might even work with you in a negative way. Why? Because they want to help you see just how negative you are. So some of those guides can pretend, if you like, that they're a ghost and scare you or they can manifest their faces right in front of you and scare you that way. But it's all about where's your own personal power. And of course, you'll learn about that throughout the book. You know, when I was very young, it was wonderful because I was so psychic. I could see things that other people couldn't. So I thought everybody could at the time until I found out they couldn't. At that point, I felt rather stupid because there I am, I, saying, for example, oh, look, look at that fairy. Or, oh, oh, look, there's a gnome or goblin. And people were saying, what, where? How could you possibly see anything? It's your imagination. You've been reading too many fairy stories. But have you ever stopped to ask yourself, well, where did the original people get the idea that there were fairies to tell us fairy stories? And how did people even know about the Wicked Witch of the North and the evil angel and so on and so forth? Well, in the deepest part of our subconscious, or even deeper in the deep subconscious, is a part of us that has been aware and interactive with both the dark and the light. And, of course, you want to know 
how to protect yourself from the dark and you want to know how to work with the light. Too much dark is not any good and too much light is not any good. And as Buddha said, you have to walk the middle pathway. So this book also deals with that kind of thing. How to understand the dark and light and how to integrate with it. A lot of do's and don'ts throughout this book on how to be positive versus negativity and how to believe in yourself when you're working on yourself, whether in meditation or doing something like doing reading. So there's another part in the book that talks about all the different tools that you can use to help yourself focus on yourself and on others. Whether it's tarot, runes, crystal ball, reading hair, or just looking at someone, all your psychic skills are explained here in the way to use them with tools. You'll also find a list and paragraphs of explanation of all the different healing modalities that are available to you. So once you know about all these things, you'll be able to go online and find out even more information from people who specialize in a variety of therapies that will help you to get better. Of course, it takes a lot of time to write this kind of book. And within the pages are my personal stories of how I came to write the book and my journey and how it became published in Germany and in America. It's also for anyone who would like to understand anything about themselves in relation not only to their psychic ability and to healing abilities but also to how to channel a variety of different ways. For example, you might be studying music and you want to create your own piece of music and you feel this inspiration but you can't quite get going with it. Well, then there's a meditation on how to channel music. Or perhaps you want to paint, or write a poem, or write a novel even. There are meditations in here, and advice from spirit guides on how to do all that. It's very important that we all tap into our creativity. I know if I hadn't have used mine throughout my life, I would probably be a very, very boring person. I like to knit crochet and so I like to sing I like to dance yes I like to write I like to do many many things I like to see the world now you might be one of these people that loves just looking at your computer all day or your iPhone or something but I want to say to you you know there's more to life than looking at a screen I'd like you to lift your eyes and look out at the world, look at the animals, look at the people, really see them. You know, if we don't open up and wake up to our spiritual essence and the essence of others, we're going to miss an awful lot. Within this book are information on many levels that will help you to become emotionally and mentally aware of who you are and to physically remove many of the barriers that have prevented you from healing yourself or of becoming a healer or of helping other people. There are things in here like cutting negative etheric ribbons while making new ones, spiritually that is, 
to help yourself go on into the future in a pleasant and positive way. There's lots of information about dream therapy and behaviorism and the ways of doing spiritual essence kind of things that will help you release negativity. When I say essence, I mean energy in the form of plants, in animals, and in spiritual products that many people provide, such as crystals and so on. Understanding that we exist to evolve is hard for many. Some people think they're born to save the world. I know I did, and I know I still try. That's why I'm doing this show. But the bottom line is our evolution depends on ourselves. We must find a time when we are going to give ourselves exactly what we need. What is it we need? Education, support, and structure. Throughout this book, Journey into an Unknown World, the Spirit Guides always make a point of giving all the information that anyone needs in order to understand themselves spiritually. They also provide information about Spirit Guides, the Spirit World, the Halls of Learning, what Heaven is like, whether Hell is what you make it or not. Whatever you're interested in, it's there. They even talk about the Christ and the Antichrist and the evolution and ascension of souls as well as soul group. What is soul group? Well, it's when many souls have ascended into the vibration as an oversoul and are then connected as oversouls into unity with one another. By then, of course, they're not in embodiment anymore, but are concerned with us who are behind, still lacking as it were, trying to understand what our spirit is all about and how we are connected by our spirit to many other spirits who collectively combined equals one soul. So if you stop and think about just how many people there are on this earth right now, and wonder how many of them you're connected to, you'll begin to realize that you are psychically connected to many people in many different lands, even though you'll never meet them. If you're walking down the street and you suddenly get a feeling something awful's happened, you check all your family, find out they're fine, check the news, find out nothing's happened on your home front, but later learn that something happened in another country. Somewhere, one of your friends, in quote, spirit friends, have gone through some trauma that you've picked up. And through the soul group, everyone knows. And in that moment, everyone moves into a form of ascension, an awareness that says, gosh, I need to value my life a little bit more. The ultimate balance of oneness is that God is in itself unified by negative and positive energies. I begin in this book by channeling a very important message. God cut itself in half, half to become active, the other half to be passive. We all in the mirror image of that have the same trait. So are you very active, rushing around, maybe overactive, 
or are you more passive, maybe too passive, sitting in a corner doing nothing? We all in the mirror image of the oneness must be active and passive. We must have those two traits going on side by side in order to learn all about ourselves and to feel connected to other spirits, our soul, our soul group, and of course, ascended oneness, master teachers, archangels, and so on, beyond our understanding. Now, what it doesn't say too much about is other forms in other life structures that we cannot perceive. However, our imagination does run wild sometimes. For example, we all love Star Trek. I know I do. And we love movies where we talk about ancient past. We speculate about people that came here and built those great pyramids. We talk about what might be the future with flying to other planets and so on. Anything we can think of will be created in form eventually. And everything that we wonder about in the past is recorded in the oneness. In meditation, you can tap into that. You can awaken one bleep, one second, if you like, of information that might seem to you like all of creation. If you were to know everything that existed in the entirety of the oneness, you would be crazy right now because we as humans cannot get our brain to even bend around the idea that there is more than just ourselves and the life that we live. I would encourage you, if you have the time, the patience, and the inclination to read, I would encourage you to obtain a copy of this book, The Way to Oneness, now called Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited. I'm hoping that people around the world now will download this book in English and read it and share it with as many people as possible so that we can shift our consciousness into a greater awareness of how important each individual is. For no one is isolated, no one is forgotten, no one is cast away from the oneness and killed off as it were, no one is deleted in other words because all that is, is the oneness. Energy fluctuates. The earth rises and falls in energy and we upon it live in ups and downs. At this particular time we are in a down mode. We have many things that are going wrong with the way we live. We have many, many people on the earth, perhaps too many. But in a universal sense we are all united in a common goal to work toward inner peace and tranquility so that we can all ascend in vibration and understand God in a greater way within each of us. This book was channeled by me in 1986 in a very short time. I sat on my bed writing by hand because it was too much to type and too slow a process. In those days, writing was faster. Then came the enormous job of typing it into the first computer I ever had that was simply really a screen with a simple computer to, you know, program 
to type. And now look what we have today. We have every kind of program you could possibly think of. We are creators in our own way. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work for the bank, or whether you labor in some kind of field that helps others to eat or to live comfortably, you are an important part of the oneness. Your life is reflected out to all the people that you meet. You may never know it. You may never see the ripple effect that your life's existence has caused. Take a look back in history at some of the people who were laughed at, scorned, even killed, but who today are honored and respected for the changes that caused us as humans to think differently. So yet again, I'm promoing this book, Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited. Go directly to my website, www.sumaricenter.com, and download the book. And yes, like always, I ask people, do give me your comments, do write to me, whether it's drmargaretrvc at gmail.com or LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere you can find me on those Google Plus. I like to socialize a bit. So if you have something to say, I'd like to hear from you. And last but not least, I want to say to you once again, thank you for listening to my little saga here about this book. And please share it with as many people as you know might be interested. One by one, day by day, face by face, we are all helping one another to become better human beings. We have a long journey to go yet. We need to learn that we are all individual and just as important. And we need to love one another, not hate, not despise, not judge, but simply share. So in this vein, I ask you, please share this information and all my other shows with as many people as you can. I appreciate you. I appreciate that you're listening to my show. And I appreciate your time and effort and energy. So be happy, be safe, and stay connected to me. Blessing.